Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of yourself. Let's get this money. Y'all, it's been a day trying to just get this live going. But anyway, so today I'm super excited or this evening, tonight, won't, won't, won't. I want to talk about positioning to sign high ticket clients. Um, so for those of you that don't know me, um, my name is Kay Hillman. I am a high ticket marketing and sales coach for service providers and coaches who want to build sustainable companies with your kids, with your jobs, you know, all the things, right? I'm here if you just find yourself in a place where you don't have a ton of time to do all the things, I'm here to help you do that and help you figure all that out. So today I want to talk about positioning to sign high ticket clients and I really want to speak to the person who maybe you have been selling lower ticket offers, lower ticket items, or maybe like mid ticket offers and you're like, you you know that you're ready to like sign those higher, you know, those more premium clients. Or maybe you are already working with premium clients, you're already charging high ticket, but it's not at the um, frequency that you want it to be, right? You're not consistently signing those high ticket clients. And so if if you fall into one of those camps, then today's live is gonna be, or tonight's live is gonna be perfect for you. So the first thing that I wanna talk about is how to overcome feeling nervous about selling high ticket, because I know that it can be slightly overwhelming to sell higher ticket offers, especially when you're used to selling low ticket offers or like mid ticket offers. Or if you're just somebody that, you know, you have been selling high ticket offers, but you're not selling as many as you want. And one thing that I'll say when it comes to like just having those nerves or not being sure if you should sell or, you know, how to show up and sell, you have to practice, right? You have to practice saying your prices over and over and over with confidence. The first time that I said that one of my offers was $4,000, I thought that I was gonna literally throw up. Like I, <laughs> I just could not even fathom that, wow, I was literally about to tell this person or saying to this person that this offer is $4,000. And now I have offers that are $10,000 and $20,000, right? I have offers that are a range of prices. And the way that you build up that confidence and stop feeling as nervous about selling an offer at that price is by saying the price over and over and over again. And when I say say the price over and over again, I want you to practice and get in the habit of practicing how to close your offers, right? How are you going to close? So when it comes to the time of you know, talking about your offer and having that conversation, how would you do that? How would you get into that conversation? That's what you need to practice doing. You need to practice closing your offers. Tell somebody the price of your offer. I love sitting down with Tay and just talking him through my offers, talking him through what it is that I'm selling and talking through what the price is because 
he's not going to hold any punches with me, right? If, if I'm saying something that sounds crazy or, you know, if something that I'm saying doesn't make sense, he's going to say it, right? Um, I practice with my sisters, right? I practice, I, I, will, I will practice with anybody if it gives me an opportunity to talk about and share my offer and talk about my prices, like just to continue to talk about my prices because selling higher ticket can feel a little intimidating, right? It can feel a little in intimidating. And something else that I want to recommend is to get on sales calls. I know people are like a little, not afraid, but like a lot of us don't want to hop on sales calls, but sales calls are a great way for you to build confidence in being able to say that this is the price of my offer, right? And so what I always say is get on that call say the price and then breathe. Now that's the hardest part, right? Is actually taking a breath after you say the price because it, I mean, after you tell someone, oh, it's $5,000, it's $8,000, it's $10,000. After you say that, it's like a, all right, so now what? Like, are you gonna, are you in, are you not? What's happening? And what I wanna say is breathe because the truth of the matter is that someone's inability to pay or someone's reluctance to pay is not a reflection of the value of your offer or of your ability, right? It has nothing to do with any of that. It's literally on them, right? If you've presented them with your offer, if you've told them how you can add value to them, what solution they're getting, what transformation you can help them get, their response is not a reflection on the value of your offer. It's not a reflection on your ability or your expertise. It's not a reflection of that at all. And we have to remember that. So that's thing number one, someone's inability to pay you, whatever your price is, is not a reflection of your offer, of the value of your offer or of your ability. So the next thing I kind of want to go into is people thinking that low ticket offers or, you know, selling low ticket, selling mid ticket, selling, you know, master classes and courses and all those things. People thinking that those things are easier to sell than a high ticket offer. And the truth is that that's, it's just not true, right? Ideally in a perfect world, right? And a lot of times we think that, oh, if I charge lower for this offer, more people will, will you know, want to buy it or people will be more interested because it's a more affordable price. And in theory, that sounds good, right? In theory, it sounds really good to say like, oh, you know, because this price is, the, you know, the price is lower, more people will buy it, right? But actually I have found, and you know, I've worked with lots of clients at this point. I found that that's just not the case. It's actually the opposite because one thing I noticed is that low ticket can be challenging to sell because you need a higher volume. So for those of us who have smaller followings, like under a thousand people, um, you know, maybe even up to 3000 people, you, that's still a fairly small audience to try to sell a $29 product to or a $400 course to. Not saying that you shouldn't do it because I believe in having a range of different things, right? You can have courses, master classes, like you can have the whole realm of things. So it's not saying that you can't have those things, but selling low ticket is not easier than selling high ticket, right? It's just different. It's just, it's just different. And what I will say when it comes to low ticket is that you have to remember that with low ticket, you need a higher value, volume. And I was just talking to one of my clients about this where she realized that she would have to work with over 50 people in order to hit her goal if she priced her offer at a lower price. And quite frankly, she didn't want to work with 50 people. I mean, who does? Let's be honest. Like a lot of times we don't want to have to work, you know, intently or intimately, I should say, with so many people. 
And so that's something to keep in mind when you're thinking about, is it better for you to charge a lower price in hopes that you grab more people versus charging high ticket? It's not easier. You're still gonna have to sell. You're still gonna have to articulate the value. It's not easier. And something else that happens a lot when we sell low ticket is that we attract the wrong types of people, the people that we truly don't wanna serve or people that aren't ready to do the work required. And that just makes us stressed out. Like nobody wants to be stressed out about working with people who don't see the value, right? Who aren't willing to put in the work and the effort required to get the result that you're promising them or that you're you're saying that your offer can help them do. So that is something I want you to think about is maybe low ticket is just not the route that you wanna go. And I'm gonna say this because I wanna be clear and say that just because you charge low ticket and just because you know a certain type of client comes to you, it doesn't mean that they're bad clients and everybody is not a bad client just because they're paying you low ticket. What it, what it is is that people have to start somewhere, right? People have to start somewhere. Do you wanna be their starting point? And I know for me, like I used to be the starting point for a lot of people where I would work with more beginner business owners, but now I'm at a point that that is just not my ministry. I'm not super passionate about working with people at a certain level in business. And so you just wanna think about that when you're pricing your offers as well. What kind of client are you calling in when you decide to charge prices that are low ticket? So when we're talking about this, I, I do wanna kind of mention a lot of times we rely on price and having a cheaper price or a lower price as a way to get those sales in, right? And like I said, you're gonna have to work with or you're gonna have to sell to more people. More people are gonna have to buy for you to hit your revenue goals if you're selling low ticket. And one thing I want you to do is to shift the way you think about this, like shift the way that you're doing things. Stop using price as the anchor for people investing, right? My price me being the cheapest, me being the most reasonable or affordable, that is not the reason you should work with me. And a lot of times that's what we do in our marketing, right? We use we use our price as the anchor. Baby, the price is not the anchor for me. Like I I don't want you working with me because I was the cheaper option or because I, you know, was more affordable. That's not why I want you to work with me. And you you attract a different quality of client when you are basing and anchoring everything to your price. So I want you to think about that. Instead of anchoring it to your price, focus on that transformation. Focus on the result. Focus on the process and the experience that people are going to have with you. And that is going to allow you to attract that higher quality. Uh, uh, let me not say quality because people can get their, their panties in a bunch. So I'm going to say that high ticket client, right? You can attract that higher ticket client by being really clear on your program promise, being really clear on your framework, on your process, on the experience. So instead of relying on price, we're not going to anchor on price. We're going to anchor on what's that transformation, what's that result, and what is your process. So the next kind of thing that I want to, okay, I'm going to answer your question in a second. But the next kind of thing that I want to um, dive into is high ticket and selling high ticket has nothing to do with necessarily how you're selling. And... There, there, there's a lot of things with sales psychology that we can talk about, and I love all things sales psychology. But one thing that I will say is that the how doesn't matter if you are selling to the wrong person. It's more about who you're selling to than how you're selling. Because you can how you're selling, you can improve that, right? You can improve your sales techniques. You can improve your sales call conversion rates. You can improve your marketing and all that kind of stuff. But if you are speaking to the wrong person, if you are marketing and selling to the wrong person, there's nothing you can do, right? There's, there's not much you can really 
All right, sorry, y'all. But there's not much you can really do there if you are selling to the wrong person. And so I just want to say that when it comes to selling high ticket, it's not about how in the beginning, right? In, in the beginning, it's not about how, it's about the who, being really clear on who you're selling to and what you're selling. So this is all about messaging and articulating and how you are articulating your offer. Do you have a clear roadmap for how you're helping people get a result? What do people need to see, to think, to feel in order to make a positive purchasing decision, right? What do they need to experience to say, you know what, I trust this person enough to give them $10,000 or, you know, 5,000, 8,000, whatever that number is. What do they need to feel and think and experience and know about you and trust about you in order to invest that amount into you? And then what is that desired transformation? Again, we're going back to this transformation. You need to be able to clearly articulate what the transformation is. What is that end result that people are able to get with you? And being really clear on articulating that too who you want to work with and bridging that gap so i always like to think of things as like um like a bridge right so you have this person right and they have a problem right they have a problem right here and then they're looking for this solution in the middle is your offer right in the middle is your offer and your offer is giving them the steps right step one step two step three this is the process to get to this end result and whether you're a service provider whether you're a coach there are going to be steps right we have processes to get to the desired outcome you need to bridge the gap, right? Your messaging is gonna bridge the gap. But here's the key. High ticket clients have high ticket problems, right? High ticket clients have high ticket problems. You have to focus on articulating and speaking to higher ticket problems if you want to sign high ticket clients i see a lot of people who will talk about you know these three tips and three you know three steps and this hack and that hack and ticks and uh, what is it tips and tricks all these different things that is not a high ticket problem right that's not going to call in the higher ticket person right the person that has this big problem it's not going to call them in it's not going to interest them i think about myself I, I consider myself to be a more high ticket buyer because it just I just prefer that experience. And I'm sorry, I don't really resonate with things where they're talking about these three steps, these three tips. I don't need to know those three tips because I want you to do it for me. I want you to you know, help me through a mindset shift or help me through a process or whatever. I want to go through your process. I don't wanna necessarily learn tips and tricks. That's not gonna be the thing that excites me and that's not my problem, right? That's not the problem that I'm having. And so when we're thinking about how to position yourself to a higher ticket client, you have to think about what message are you sending with your content? Are you giving them beginner-friendly content? And there's nothing wrong with that, right? There's nothing wrong with beginner-friendly content if you're trying to attract beginners, right? If you're trying to attract DIYers, then by all means, speak to that type of client. But if you're looking for those high-ticket premium clients, you need to focus on what are their high-ticket problems, right? And it's probably going to be something deeper. They're looking for a very specific transformation. They're looking for an experience. And that's what you want to speak to. So focus on the high ticket problems and the type of person that's looking for a solution. And again, that goes back to my point of it's not how you sell, it's who you're selling to. Because if you have a high ticket offer, you need to be selling to somebody that has a high ticket problem and who is in a position to get the solution to that problem, right? So it's about the who and making sure that you are speaking to the needs of the who. And it's not going to happen by posting tips and tricks and all those kind of things. While sometimes it can attract them, right? You can can attract a few of them by posting a few tips and tricks and stuff like that. And I'm not saying don't ever do it, 
But I want you to be mindful that a high ticket client has high ticket problems and they're looking for a high ticket solution and they're looking for a process and a roadmap and experience a framework. They're looking for those deeper things. They're looking for those mindset shifts that they're not gonna see and get in tips type of content. Again, no shade to tips content because I've done it. I still do it occasionally, right? But my focus, because I do sell high ticket, is I want to speak to those higher level problems. I want to talk about more higher level, big picture, maybe systems and strategies. And I want you to think about that when you're creating content for your business and we're creating messaging around your business and around your offers. So the last thing that I wanna say about positioning yourself to sign high ticket clients is mastery is your best friend. Mastery as a service provider, mastery as a coach, that is going to be the thing that separates you from everybody else in your industry. Being a master at what you do. And when I say mastery, I'm saying you have some credentials. You have some, you know, you have some people that you've been working with and you've helped them get these results. So you're really sure and really confident that you can get someone a transformation, right? Mastery as a service provider, mastery as a coach and articulating that with confidence is so key. I am so confident. Y'all, I am so confident in my ability as a coach to help you get high ticket sales, to master your messaging, to get really clear on what your unique movement is and what your process is. I'm super confident in that because I, I've mastered it. I have mastered getting helping people get that clarity, helping people create marketing plans and strategies and sales strategies. I am really confident in that because I've done it for countless people, for different companies, for myself. And so because of that, that mastery allows me to show up and confidently articulate the value and articulate this is what I can do for you. That's the same thing that you want. And I did this through taking courses, getting certifications, working with different companies, working with my clients. So there were different things that happened. And so your best friend is going to be mastery. In this season, as you are positioning yourself and growing as a business owner, you want to continue to master your craft. And this is one thing that I see a lot of people, uh, I'm not gonna say not take seriously, but this is something I see a lot of people skip, right? Because you jump straight into, I have a business, you know, this is the cost of the offer, whatever, whatever, and you just jump into it. But you have to do the work. And what I mean by that, what I mean by you have to do the work is you have to get the education you need, get the certifications you need. And I'm not saying that every coach needs to get certified because I'm not a certified coach, right? Um, but I have done other certifications. I have done other trainings. I have, you know, invested in myself through programs and different things. And I've worked with specific clients in different areas so that I can master what it is that I do. And I'm, I'm confident in that. And so Another thing, and this goes back to feeling nervous maybe about signing high ticket, you may be feeling nervous because there are some gaps in your knowledge. There's some gaps in your process or in your skill set. And there's nothing wrong with that. We are always learning and evolving. I'm always learning something new. I'm always joining somebody else's program or joining into this certification or whatever so that I can continue to refine and get better at what it is that I do. And so there's there's nothing wrong if you're not there yet. But even like when I think about my photography studio, I'm constantly trying to master the art of photography by taking photography courses, by, you know, joining people's masterminds, by, you know, um, watching YouTube, I mean, even watching YouTube videos. Like 
that's that's a learning, right? That's allowing you to get that extra knowledge that you may need in order to really excel at what it is that you do. And so mastery, especially when it comes to positioning yourself um, to sign high ticket clients, is going to be super important because if you are certified by so-and-so, that gives you a little bit of credibility, right? If you have served or supported X number of clients, that's going to give you an extra layer of, of um, credibility and it's going to position you in a more favorable way when a high ticket client comes across you, right? Um, and that's something that I see time and time again, where when I start talking about how many clients I've served and how many, you know, clients I've helped quit their job or how many people I've helped, you know, take their kids to Disney or different things like that, it builds credibility. And so you want to think about how am I continuing to grow and continuing continuing to master what it is that I do and getting better, you know, incrementally every single day at what it is that I do. So that's the last thing that I want to say about positioning yourself to sign a high ticket clients. I hope this was really helpful. If you are someone and you're like, you know what, I really want to nail my positioning. I really want to get into a place where my messaging is super clear. It's super solid. I know what kind of movement I am creating. I know, you know, that I want to work with this high caliber or this premium type of client. I'm tired of doing low ticket offers. I'm tired of medium ticket offers. If you are someone like that, um, and especially if you're the person that you're like, you know what, I just really want to get clear on the, you know, the person that really needs what I have to offer. I feel like a lot of times we sell these offers and yes, we get clients, but it's not the exact person that we envisioned we would work with. And if that sounds like you, if you're like, yes, I really want to just, I want to find my dream people and I just want to work with them. If that sounds like you, I would love to invite you to my, um, Boxer mentorship program. And so it's a six month program where you work one on one, one on one with me in Boxer. And I'm going to problem solve with you. I'll be a sounding board for you. And we will just really deep dive into how you can make more money, you know, part time, right? A full time income, part time hours as a service provider, as a coach without you doing all the things, right? Because it can be stressful trying to do all the things just to make a little money, right? And nobody has time for that. We have kids, we have families, we have lives, we have we just have all these other things that we're not trying to spend every moment of our life working. And so if that sounds like you, if you're like, yes, that's what I want, I just wanna make money, chill, enjoy my little life, then I encourage you to join me inside of my Boxer Mentorship Program, um, where I really do help you just figure out, like I help you create your high ticket offers. I help you figure out exactly how you're gonna market them, how you're gonna fine tune your messaging, what your movement is, how you're gonna sell them, and all the things. So if that sounds like you, join me over there. And that is it for today. I'm so proud of myself, y'all, because literally yesterday, well, no, two days ago, I was like, I'm going to go live every single day. And so far I've been going live every day and I've been recording them on the Facebook group because I wanted to have like a replay that I could just cleanly take the audio. So this has been super fun to just like go live and boom, now we have content. Gang, gang, right? <laughs> So yeah, so this replay is going to be on the podcast um, at some point. I'm so sad. I hope I did this right on Facebook. Facebook is tripping sometimes, so I'm never able to like actually do things the way they need to go. But bye, Facebook. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. 
Until next time, let's get this money.